Okay, so we have Rosh Hashanah around the corner. And we know that a very integral part of Rosh Hashanah is what we say in davening, Zochrenu Lechaim. Davening to Hashem to give us life. That's how we start off the Amidah. We ask for life without any um, details. Just life. Right? At the end of the Amidah, we start to get a little bit more specific. Sefer Hayim, Berachav, Shalom, Parasa Tova, Shuav, Nechama, Kezerot Tovot, right? So we start to ask for details of a certain quality of life. So originally we just asked for life, and then we tried to get involved more into the, into the details of life. So we tried to explain a little bit how there's two question, two requests going on, and you really need to ask the first request first, and then you get to the second request, okay? So a person is asking for life. He's asking for life. Now, what, what's life? He does, he wants to live like the way horses live, like the way animals live. That's not the life that he's requesting, even though they're physically alive, correct? So when he's asking for life, He's asking for a meaningful life, a purposeful life. Not just to be alive, but a life that has meaning to it. But there's more depth than that. It's not just that. We have to know that a person, in order to live, besides for being physically alive, he needs to have what we mentioned yesterday in the Shmuz, Chius. Chius means vitality. He has to be vibrant. He has to be alive in the sense, not physical life, but there's like a feeling of vitality in his life. That's a necessity that Hashem made the world like that. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not make that we have only bread and water. It's possible to be alive, physically alive, by having only bread and water. But your life would have no vitality in it. Because vitality will come from pleasure. Okay, let's get the Yesaitis. In order for you to be alive and have chius, you have to enjoy it. It has to have a pleasure to it. Okay. If it's a very bland life, that's not chius. Okay? So, that's vitality that comes from physical things. Physical things. Right? But, a person has to know that the main vitality that he has to have in life, the main chiyus that he has to have in life, has to come from spirituality. That's a very important thing to do, to understand. Because when we say in the Torah, and you shall choose life. So choose life. It's talking about making the right decisions to do the right behaviors, right? Torah says, I taught you, I told you to do A, B, C, and you should choose to do it. You could do something else, but you should choose to do this. But he uses the Lushan in the Torah, Ubacharta Bechayim. What does that mean, It means that you should choose to do it, and it should be the source of your vitality. See, Chidush, I'm telling you it's not telling you to behave. That already you were commanded. 
Torah commanded you what to do. So what is the additional point? That means you should choose that this way of life should be the source of your vitality. And when it's the source of your vitality, you will not need to look for physical pleasures to give you vitality. Because a person needs chiyus. You can't go around that. So you can either draw your feeling of vitality from Gashmias, or you should draw the sipuk of your vitality from Ruchmias. Okay, now I'm going to try to expound on this. Because when we're saying Zochreinu Lechayim, we're not only asking Hashem for physical life, and we're not only asking Hashem for a meaningful life, we're also asking for Hashem to give us a life that we have vitality from the meaningful life. That means that when I go to David in the morning, that I should have a chius from the davening. The reason why we don't overcome challenges, let's say getting up in the morning for example, is because davening is only an obligation. It's a behavior. So you have other uh, typhus, like sleeping on the bed, or laziness, or whatever it is, right? So what's going to help you overcome challenges? Only if the davening itself gives you vitality, gives you chius. Chius means that you had some chizik in your neshama. Your neshama got more strength, more chizik to it. Then you'll do it, right? says the Chazal that a person, when he goes to the next world, he takes nothing with him. Only thing he takes with him is his Torah and mitzvot. Okay? Now, the Maisa mitzvah that you did is long gone. You don't take the Maisa mitzvah with you. You don't carry all your lulavs and etrogs of all the years of your life with you. So what exactly from the Torah mitzvahs are you taking? It's finished. It's done. Right? As much as you can't take your money, and you can't take your cars, and you can't take your watches, what exactly of the mitzvah are you taking? What, what, what of it? The Territ says because when you did a mitzvah, if you did it right, then it created a certain vitality, chiyus. It gave chiyus to your neshama. It gave a certain strength to your neshama. It brought you to a certain dveikas bashab, to the source of life. And that's permanent. Your body is not permanent. So the chiyus that you gave your body when you had steak and french fries, it was a chiyus. It was a vitality. It gave you geschmack for the next two hours. But that's it. That vitality that the body, give, the eating gives you, it goes away after a while. The cells that you created through the eating of the food, the chius, the new, uh, newness that it gave you in your body, after a few hours, is God. So the, what's the chius, what's the strength and the vitality and the life and the chizuk that stays for all eternity? That's your mitzvahs. So if a person went through his whole life only doing behaviors, dry behaviors, and he didn't make any vitality in his soul, then what's he going to take to Elam Abo? Nothing. Because the the Maisa, the Pu'ulach, that you did with your body, 
and the chayfets that you use to do the mitzvah is gone. What's left? Only the roishim that are made on the neshama, the chiyus that are made on the neshama. So when you're asking Hashem for life, you're not asking Him only for life in Olam Hazer. You're asking Him for life, eternal life. That means you're asking Him to help you feel vitality and chiyus from Yahweh Hashem. That's part of the bakar. You understand? Now obviously, you have to also have some degree of chiyus from your gashmias, because we're built like that in the body. So to make avoid easier, later in the davening, you say what? Give me parnosa, give me this, give me that. Because then my life, my gashmias, the kaguf, will have some vitality and won't get in the way of making the avoid. But if I would ask right away, give me parnosa, then, then I forgot the point. Because then it's only about Gashmias. Ramchal says something, I'm just interpreting it in my words. Ramchal says, Because The Mikubalim, Ramchal and others say that in Rosh Hashanah there's two steps to the din. The first step to the din is Olam Abba, the second step to the din is Olam So I'm just translating all these fancy stuff in a very simple way. You understand? What is life? Aleph. Life is obviously a purposeful life. You're not trying to just be alive in the sense that your heart is beating. What would be the purpose in that? Right? So a meaningful life. And not just a meaningful life, that the meaningful life should actually give you chiyus. Because that's your nitzchiyus. The nitzchiyus is the chiyus. Now you'll feel the real chiyus when you get to Elam That's when you'll feel it. Wow. In Olam Hazer, you'll also feel it to some degree. Why do you have to feel it to some degree in Olam Hazer, Gabby? Because people cannot go on in life if their actions are dead. Just because it's obligations. They can't live like that. They're not built to live like that. They're built to live from chiyus. If a guy goes to work and he hates his job and he has no enjoyment in it, even though it's giving him a paycheck that he can pay his bills, he can't do the job because it gives him no vitality. It gives him no chiyus. has to give him chiyus. You follow? This is a very, very important point. I'm explaining to you something very deep now because when the Torah says, what the Torah is telling you is, I don't want you just to do the mitzvah. I want you to do the mitzvah in a way that it gives you chiyus. Now before, you didn't see how davening can give you chiyas. How could davening give me chiyas? How is it chayich? I come here, I read a book, I'm talking to the wall. What chiyas could I get? It doesn't fit me. It doesn't make sense to me. I understand that you can get chiyas from making money. I understand that you can have chiyas from eating steaks and french fries. I can understand that this chiyas from a nice house and from a nice car. That I got. I got how you can get chiyus from that. But how am I going to get chiyus from davening? Right? So a person has to figure out, that's part of the mile of Bechira, is to figure out how to get chiyus from it. And every person is different. You see, that's the tricky thing. Because what you get chiyus from in life, and what I get chiyus from in life is different, right? 
So I was once in a car with Mel and Yano and another Bacher, right? And they were having a machlekes what music to put on. Okay, I don't know if you remember. It was in Eretz Yisrael. So one guy wanted to put on music that was kids singing. Wow, the purity of their neshama, you know, the sweetness of their voice. And May said, no, 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 just just screeching in my ears, you know. You remember that, May said? I want no kids singing, right? So what does that say? We cannot figure out philosophically who's right. So not going to ever be anybody that's going to pask in that child. It's only a question what gives you vitality. Because this person, he gets inspired and feels chius from hearing children singing. And this person doesn't get chius from that. For him, that's only noise. That's only screeching. It's not a place of chius. Doesn't strike a chord, right? So if in Gashmir's world, one guy will say, chicken, that's the zakhar, steak, zelobashvili. The other guy is like, chicken, mata mashuga, mata isha, tuchal basar, you know? So that's, that's, that gives him chius, right? Different things give different people chius. There's no safer or no science book that's gonna pass in that shaila. It's totally on the person, right? So in Avodah Hashem, we all have to daven, we're all obligated to daven, for sure. But what can give one person chiyos could be different, but you have to find a place in your reality to make chiyos. Let's say for one person, okay, he could feel chiyos from davening, just from focusing on the point that he is important, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is interested in his opinion. You hear that? Hashem is interested in his opinion. <coughs> Right? Me, little Yaakov Arari, right? If I would walk into the White House and try to tell the president my opinions about how the world should run, I don't think I would get too far. And if somehow I managed to get in there and say my opinions, they would not be goodness. Right? And that's the president of the United States. He's a powerful guy, but he's small in comparison to the Melech Malchai Amlochem HaKadosh Baruch who runs the world, right? So I tell Hashem, listen to me. We can't deal with this internet. I'm telling you. I'm here. I live here in this world. You know, I see what's going on. We cannot be so well, these Rishayim. Look how many kids are getting busted up. We gotta change the system. That's me telling God. We can't run like this no more. Right? And Hashem says, aha, I hear. I'm going to take your opinion into consideration. And I'm going to make more uh, breaking of the Rishoyim in the world. Because you said so. Because you asked so. And it's your perspective and it's your opinion. Because when one person says, He means one thing. It's his perspective. Guy in Eretz Yisrael, in his world. He may be thinking about the koifrim, the shultana koifrim. The guy in the United States may be thinking about Netflix. I don't know. Everybody has a different thing that they could understand, that they could have an opinion about it, how that is bad for the world. And they are allowed to voice their opinion to God. And he's besiachas with them. Totally with them. So just feeling that you're important... 
and that you have an opinion, and that Kodesh Baruch wants to hear your opinion, for one person that can give him chiz. You understand? That's called Ubachar to Bachayim. Bachar to Bachayim doesn't mean go to David. You're obligated to David. That's not Chayim. But Ubachar, that's what Rabbi Yerni says. I, I taught you one day, I don't know if it was you or someone else, and every vad, I don't know where I am. But one of the vads we said over Rabbi Yerni, Rabbi Yerni says that there's 12 miles that a person was created for in this world. I said it here. 12 miles. The first one was Milas Haboycha. You were created to have the Mila of a boycha. The big question everybody asks in Rabbi is that Bechir is a mitzvah. It's not a Mila. Make the right choices. Do the right behaviors. And the answer is Rabbi is teaching you that that's not what that means. You make the right choices and the obligations, that you doesn't need the mitzvah of Bechir. That's a mushba va'oimid me'harsinai. You're mechuyah from harsinai to make that mitzvah. You were commanded. Commanded, you have to do it. So what's bechira? Bechira means I have to figure out how the source of my vitality, my chiyus, my geshmak, my pleasure, is from where? From the mitzvahs. But at first glance, I don't see how it's possible, mitzvahs, that I should have chiyus from mitzvahs. Mitzvahs at me? Like what shaykhahs? So where am I getting my chiyas from? Where am I getting my vitality from today? Why do I feel alive? Why do I feel gishmak? Because I have gashmis. I get much more gishmak from the breakfast after davening than from davening. I get gishmak from a new suit. I get gishmak from a new car. I get a gishmak from making a sale. Why? Because that's my chiyas. Because that's chayim. That's chayim, that's my chiyas. Tell me I have to learn? Okay. Obligated? No problem. Mitzvah? Fine, no problem. But chiyus? Where am I going to get chiyus from that? You understand? So we have to learn how to create chiyus in avoid. That's a very important thing. Yes, say we mentioned even taking your kid to the playgroup has to give you chiyus. Not an obligation to do it. Has to give you life. Has to give you vitality. And that's your nitzchiyus. Because whatever vitality you give to your neshama from what you do is what stays with you for eternity. That's it. Nothing else. The pu'ula is gone. It's the it's the roishim of the pu'ula and the chiyus that the pu'ula gave you, that's what lives on. So what we're saying is when you say zochrein l'chaim, you're asking Hashem for siyata deshmaya to be able to have chiyus in Yahweh. Now obviously there's work on your end. Like I just told you, you have to be creative. I just taught you a, a method of how to have chiyus from davening. A very out-of-the-box way of thinking. It's a very out-of-the-box way of thinking. Because You know why? Because I'm a guy that when I feel important, that makes me feel like I'm doing something, you know? I mean something. I, I, I mean something, right? So therefore, I found a method that to me that works. Correct? And I'm, but I'm diving to Hashem to see how the Shemayah should be able to find those methods, employ those methods that they should actually work. But I want to end with one last Yisait from Rebellious Svei, Muridiki Yisait. Muridiki Yisait. It really deserves a whole vod, but I'll mention it, okay? So Rebellious Svei says that one of the things you need when you come into Rosh Hashanah and you ask for life, he says you have to have confidence. What is it confidence? What does confidence have to do? 
He says you have to look at it like you're going to ask someone to invest in you. Right? If you go in business and you go to get someone to invest in you, right? You have to make a good case and give give that person the reason to invest money in you. Right? So what's a big thing in getting money from somebody is you have to have confidence in your plan. You have to have confidence that you could build the company that you want to build. If he sees and he feels the confidence, then he'll invest in you. You follow? So if I go to Akkadosh Baruch and I say, I need another year of life, a meaningful life, a purposeful life, a life of avoida, a life of chiyus, but I have to have confidence that I could actually reach it. Otherwise, it's not a joke. If you have confidence in yourself, that you could actually reach what you want to reach, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have confidence in you, and I'll give you life. That's rebellious vort. It's a big vort. I have to expound on it, but it's a big vort. So this is the yesoy that we have to get clear. In Zohar Lachaim. Once we have Chaim, then we need Kalim to make it easier, to make it more productive. So then later we ask the other stuff. Panasa, Yeshua's second thing. First thing, we have to get Chiyus. Chiyus is the key. So this is like a continuation a little bit from the Shmuz that we gave yesterday by the Sudha Saidor. Okay, we'll stop here for today. Thank <laughs> you.